Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of For What It's Nerd. Today we are discussing both the Loki finale and generally Loki in, uh, as a whole and uh, the, the Marvels as well, which also are uh, released on Friday this week. Um, it's been a busy week for Marvel this week and uh, yeah, uh, let's get into it. So first off, let's quickly go over the Loki finale because I think I have less to say on this overall. Um, the episode was okay. I think the series has been okay. I know a lot of people are saying that Loki is carrying Marvel now. I don't know whether that the season lived up to that idea for me personally. Um, I think cinematically it looks great. I think character-wise it's interesting. I think perhaps some of the best um, establishing shots and some of the best um, CGI in in the MCU is in Loki season two. And I, I will attest to that. And I do think that Loki's arc, again, as Tom Hiddleston's come out and kind of said over the last few days, because uh, obviously the the uh, actor's strike is now over in America as well, that I I feel as if, um, how do I put this? How do I put this? I think um, Loki really has been tied up well as regards where he is now compared to where he was uh, when obviously we first saw him in Thor, the first movie, um, the first Thor movie. Um, uh, so don't get me wrong, I didn't dislike the show. I think this season lacked to me, which I think the first season did a lot better, was the craziness of being going through time, right? So it feels like season two to me lost a lot of what season one had, uh, what I mean by that is it feels it feels like season one really leaned on the idea of what the TVA actually did. Season two didn't, like pretty much at all. Um, and it's all very reactionary and it all really happens in a very short space of time within the universe. I mean, the last, from the ending of episode four to... The ending of episode six happens, really speaking, in a few hours, um, which can be a great story device at times, don't get me wrong, but it felt that this show didn't really have the room it needed to breathe. I think maybe the show overall probably lasted a week in universe. And and again, that's not, again, a bad thing necessarily, but I think sometimes it doesn't let the plot points breathe. I, I feel like there wasn't enough action in the show overall as well. And that's something I really don't usually say. Um, also, I feel this season really struggles from not having a, a quote unquote big bad uh, because it changed like three or four times throughout the show as to who was the bad guy saying all that. I think uh, the actors did a really great job. Um, I especially liked seeing uh, this is of course a little bit more spoiler territory, but I especially liked seeing um, he who remains uh, again uh, and his dialogue with Loki um, I find that uh, Mobius had a, it was really strong for Mobius this season I feel like he had a lot of um, driving force he became less of just a, I mean don't get me wrong he wasn't just that in the first season but less of just a crux for Loki uh, a crutch sorry for Loki but now like a fully fledged character in his own right with his own desires and wants and needs and to see where he's going going forward will be interesting uh, if they do decide to explore him further 
Um, of course, we don't know if they're going to, they're going to do a Loki season three. Depends on where they're going with the arc overall, which I still feel like is something that I am now starting to like query with Marvel. Now it's like, where are you going with these? All of these like threads that you have open. I don't mind that there's loads of threads open. I just feel like the tapestry is not as clear as it once was. And I know we're moving towards Secret Wars inevitably, but it just feels like it's been a slow pull. And again, it's kind of the opposite effect, right? So this is this is this is the hilarious thing. I, I've just said how Loki spans one maybe one week, Loki season two. Uh but at the same time, I feel like the MCU has barely moved forward. Like every movie would take you forward a year or take you forward a few years prior. Now it feels like everything is just happening at the same time and just after Endgame or or whatever, right? And it just feels like, I don't know, I just feel like the advancement has stopped. And so even though I'm usually one who's very, very um, positive about the MCU, I feel like at the moment... And kind of like where we're we going can we get can we get there a little bit can we get there a little bit um i don't know I, that's just how i feel about it currently saying that um oppositely i feel like the marvels is a movie that i'm very glad to have had uh, don't get me wrong it's not a masterpiece it's not my one of my top 10 marvel films but i do not think it's one of the worst ones either um Going into a little bit more detail about that, I think this movie really let all three of its leads shine. Um, don't get me wrong, I think Brie Larson didn't do stand up as well as um, Tayona Paris and Iman Vellani in the lead roles for this movie. I also feel like the side characters were a little stronger than Brie herself as well. Now, again, this is not because I know there's a lot of dislike for Brie online generally. I just feel like the character of Captain Marvel has not been translated well to screen, and that is the issue rather than um, than the actress, if that makes sense. So I don't think it's Brie Larson's fault. I think it's more that um, the Captain Marvel's been written kind of one-dimensionally, uh, less so in this film. I would say she gained a little bit more dimension in this film. There was more of a sense of, like, who who is she, what is she what has she done prior that causes like she has to understand her power a little bit more in this and what that can cause but also understand her humanity beyond that and that she sometimes needs to be human as much as she needs to be captain marvel um and you know i i don't think the movie had a particularly like complex plot it was very it was very, I think someone really put it well when they said, could I imagine this as a comic book? Yes. And I agree. I think this is a comic book storyline. I think it's something that you put on the pages of a 60s, 70s comic book and it'd fly off the shelf. Now, I don't know if I personally loved it to that degree. It felt kind of like, um, it felt very like action comic-y in like not always the best way like don't get me wrong some of the action scenes of this movie are amazing especially because of the the premise of the powers of the three superheroes being entwined you have a lot of cool stuff happening happening regards that and it allows for a lot of um interest interesting dynamics built between the characters um 
and also sets up a little bit of uh, frustration for them to deal with. It, 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 what it actually does, and this is, was one of the good things I thought, was it it helps limit Captain Marvel in this film a little bit and gives her a sense of like, okay, I need to... I need to consider what I'm doing, as I said prior, but also consider these people around me and what they're doing as well, which kind of puts her in this little bit more of a lead role, uh, which, of course, was something that was hoped for for her prior to this movie. Um, and maybe going forward, depending on if she is one of the uh, members of the Avengers in the next run-through of, of that. Um, the movie, of course, sets up a few other things with uh, Miss Marvel looking to set up the Young Avengers, it seems, and, of course, the mid-credits scene, uh, which, uh, well, that one was quite uh, interesting uh, with the appearance of both Binary and Beast from the X-Men uh, from a different universe, which Monica crossed over into after sealing the rift at the end of the movie. Um, one thing that frustrates me, I find, with all of the stuff going on... Um, in the MCU at the moment, and this is this is my big, big gripe, is that the multiverse is being explored, but not in some kind of synonymous, well-cohesed way. What I mean by that is, I feel like there should have been an event in that same multiverse of madness, which it was kind of implied would be, or let's say WandaVision, or let's say Spider-Man No Way Home set it off, and the event being that... Um, the multiverse cracks from there on, right? And then all these things are happening thereafter that are caught being like that are happening in all these other movies. Um, I think that would have tied it together so much better. The fact that the multiverse is being explored, but by lots of different means of it happening, is just kind of like it's like it, it becomes contrivance at that point. At that point, right? It's it's more about like, oh, this is the thing we want to do, so we're going to find a way to do it in this specific way in this specific context. It's like. I don't know. I feel like, for example, let's say WandaVision was the case, and let's say that Scarlet, the Scarlet Witch unleashed something from the Dark Hole that essentially started crushing realities in on each other, right? Let's say that was the start of it all, right? And then every project since then, you have a character or the villains. Like, let's say from there, you have um, the, 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 the villains from Spider-Man are, are pulled through, um just because of that, not because of Peter wanting to cast a spell. Let's say that actually um, the villain of the Marvels, which obviously has just come out, is not uh, a character who from our universe who was wronged by um, by Carol, but from another universe in which this Carol, this other Carol, this other self um, causes the issue. You could even have that with a Carol crossover as well. And suddenly you have a plot that not only connects this wider narrative of, oh my gosh, all these bad things are coming through from this one issue that's happened, right? You have essentially um, this connective plot that allows all these problems to spin out of it. And thus you feel like, okay, well, these characters are all have to, going to have to come together eventually. I mean, obviously they are anyway, because the multiverse is breaking down. But if if there was this one, like, so Loki set up the idea of the multiverse being able to happen, and then if one division or another show had allowed the idea of the multiverse being allowed to break or otherwise cross over each other, or even if Loki had done that too, then you kind of be able to go into this idea of, okay, 
all these people are coming from somewhere. I mean, imagine, for example, right, you're watching the Marvels, you've dealt with this character who's like, like, so, you know, there's this interaction where you have the two characters going, um, two characters going, let's say, um, Monica and um, Carol. Let's say that they're having this discussion about, like, who is this person you're fighting? She's like, I don't know. I've never dealt with her before and they're all calling her the annihilator which happens in the movie and she's just like i don't literally know where this title's coming from and then the reveal obviously in the movie is you destroy all this and then like the the villain can go to Haller and see that Haller is actually not destroyed in this universe and then the, the the reveal is that actually oh shit um Haller is fine this is wrong i'm in the wrong place i'm in the wrong time and or, or the you know whatever and then the, you find out that there is this other carol this other version on the other side right this evil carol and you could even have the three along with darben go to the other side to defeat this this carol to to essentially help hala on the other side um and then Let's say that let's say that happens, and let's say they're trying to like, then close the rift so that the two realities don't essentially span out like they did at the end of the movie anyway. But Monica has to stay behind. I understand that wouldn't necessarily work super super well for the X Men cameo that they had in the end of the movie, but we can't th- consider taglines as part of the plot of the main movie, right? So, like, if you did that suddenly you have a movie that really interconnects with the idea that these real- realities are all bending in on each other, but also really like the plot would be stronger, right? Because you have this idea that there's a, car- a darker Carol, what Captain Marvel could become if she was, you know, was less inclined to hold back, if she was less inclined to be the good guy, if she didn't understand her humanity. And put that face to face with her, and you, you could play up this whole idea that she's like, for example, earlier in the movie, she had to make the decision to leave Scrolls behind, and like you can say that all these things that she's making these hard, hard choices, but actually, what she's doing is she's setting herself up to become the villain. You know, essentially, to like, obviously, that wouldn't happen. She wouldn't become the villain. But what I'm saying is, you would then have a story where the Dark Mirror is not her, is not like Darben necessarily. Darben's. Uh, rage and anger is justified because she feels slighted by a Captain Marvel that does not exist in this universe. And I just feel like it would be a stronger movie. I also feel like, because I feel like Darben as a character was not um, fleshed out in a way that was like cool. And also I really didn't like the fact that Hala was just kind of like all of that stuff about Hala that happened was just flashbacks. Like I feel like that should have either been a scene at the beginning of the movie or like, um, or either like, that should have been a part of the movie. Um, like, a, like, so either like a backstory at the beginning of the movie or like, you know, again, part of the movie where something happens on Hala that Captain Marvel is a part of and that spans everything into motion, right? But it, it, it felt like they had to try and cover too much in too short an amount of time. Saying all that, though, I really thought the movie was fun. I thought the movie was um, a nice change of pace. And I think it stands out in the phase five stuff, to be honest. I think when you look at, I think it was better than Quantumania, just slightly. I think it was definitely better than Love and Thunder. 
Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 3, of course, is a different uh, entity altogether and, of course, above most films generally in the MCU, even, like, a lot of Phase 1 stuff. But, like, um... But I would say that The Marvels is a good film. Not stellar, not not more of a popcorn movie, but it could have been better. And I, I think the MCU could be better generally by cohesing just that bit more what they're doing with the multiverse. It feels like there's too many people trying to make too many different senses, so to speak, different sense of what they're doing with the multiverse. And it, it just doesn't work, um, sadly, for, in my opinion at the moment. So hopefully something going forward would uh, would maybe um, right the ship, so to speak. But in the meantime, I think we'll leave it there, guys. So thank you guys for listening slash watching. Uh, as always, if you have enjoyed this content, like, follow, subscribe, do whatever your platform allows. And uh, we'll see you next week. Bye, guys.